Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. My name is Mike on this side of the table. And on the other side of the table for me, as always, is Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Looks like you're winding some yarn. I am. Into a ball. I am from a ball, a center pole ball, into a ball ball because it's linen and it falls apart. Oh, what's that going to be for? That's for this, the tank I'm working on. Is that's, it? That, Mike, that's, that's not, that part hasn't come up yet in the podcast. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, we have to do a whole bunch of other stuff first. Well, we can go right into works in progress right now if you want. No, just mix everything all oh up. Oh man, that would be confusing. I'm not sure I could do I that. I don't think you could handle it. No, that might be that might be too much for my brain to handle. So, welcome everybody. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for streaming. Whatever else you got going on today. Um, as always, we do encourage you to shop local. If you can't though, or if you decide decide to do some online shopping, you're going to go to Amazon to do some shopping first. You should go to elisatheyarnisa.com because you're probably going to be there anyway. You're going to be reading blogs. And you're going to be looking for recipes, except for not a black bean recipe. I was looking for a recipe. <laughs> Did you find it, though? You found no. it, right? Oh, you did? No. Uh, there were so, some If some anybody issues. out there has my black bean recipe from before, <laughs> there seems to it seems to have gone missing. It's vanished. For some reason, it did not make the transition from the old uh, hosting site to the new host. For some weird reason. Hard to find good help. Apparently. Everything else is there, though, right? Or is it? I think so. Yeah. So for some reason, if, if you happen to print or copy down Elisa's black bean recipe, send an email. Black bean soup. Black bean soup. Sorry. Black bean soup. Yeah. Send an email to podcast at elisatheyarnista.com and say, hey, Elisa, here is your black bean soup recipe. Otherwise, you may be seeing that as a, a new blog post to the uh, the blog in, in a little bit here. Well, and I think I found the notes for... The, the ingredients, at least. Oh, there you go. So, it I'll, 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 I'll sort it all out. It'll get there. Probably. It'll get there. So, you, maybe you'll see that soon. But anyway, if you're going to be at elisathearnisa.com, over on the right-hand side, we've got some uh, posts there, uh, like links and banners and things like that over there. Pictures. Pictures. One of those being the amazon.com link. You can uh, click on that or the audible link, and that'll take you over to amazon.com. And your shopping experience is exactly the same. Nothing changes for you. However, when you uh, put stuff in your cart and check out, Amazon may kick back a little bit of that purchase to us here at the show, which uh, helps pay for hosting, which helps us transfer things from one host to another sometimes. Hopefully successfully. Hopefully successfully. You know, out of all the things that could have happened, it's pretty minor. Yeah, if you just missed one out of all those posts, I don't you know had. what happened. Yeah, it'll get there. It's so. sad. I also updated my books though on oh, there you the go. website, so those are there now too. I'm reading um, someday, maybe someday again, or still trying. Someday, maybe someday again, or someday, maybe someday is being read again. Is being read again. What is that about? Um, that is Lauren Graham's book. Oh, okay. That she wrote. It's like a year old. It's about a is she an actress in New York? And, um, yeah, it's the, I have the audio book too and she reads the audio book. So, okay. yeah. And then I'm also reading, um, the walking dead, um, compendium one. Comp- yep. Compendium one. I took the other one back to the library because I didn't know it was extended. So I'll have to either steal yours when you're done or go recheck it out from the library at some point. But yeah, they do have them all at the library, but yeah, yeah we have, we have one and two now. Two's waiting. Nice. So, so yeah, go, uh, you can get those, well, one of them from Audible anyway, right? The Lauren Graham book. Mm-hmm. So it was Lorelai Gilmore, the first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go check those out. And again, you can help us out at the podcast here. Help us pay for hosting and keep the electricity running. The second. The second what? Lorelai Gilmore, the second. Who's the first? Marion Ross. She was oh, the first right. Lorelai. Yeah, that's right. Tricks. Yeah, the uh, grandma. Grandma that was grandma that, that scared the bejesus out of Emily. Is she going to be in the upcoming Netflix? No. Is she alive yet? I don't know. Oh no, we didn't kill Lorian Ross, did we? I hope Marion Ross. Marion Ross, Lorian. Oh, I got Lorelai and Marion <laughs> mixed together. No, we can't go out of order, Mike. Oh, we can man. barely do it in order. So, yeah, go check out the Amazon stuff. Help yeah. us out here at the show. Uh, you can also go to fireflyfibers.com. There's a link on uh, the blog there. But otherwise, uh, what? You're trying to look at my list? Don't look at my no, list. Look at your You're list. Like looking up here. I'm, I'm sorry for looking up. Look oh, at... I thought you were trying to look at, get a peek <laughs> at my list. No, no, definitely not. I don't want to surprise that. But you can go to fireflyfibers.com. That's the local yarn shop that Elisa and I own. And that's Elisa's full time plus job. 
and you can go there and you can buy yarn and fabric and accessories and all kinds of cool stuff um, and if you put $100 or more worth of stuff in your cart. Uh, when you check out, you can use offer code FREESHIP. It's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. And it'll get you some free shipping on, again, any order over $100 or more. Um, anything new in the store? There lately? isn't anything new. Oh, oh, there is. There is oh. actually, um, Fino is available on the website and okay. in the store. That's uh, Julie Oslin's um, her fingering weight cashmere silk merino blend Ooh, that is fancy. amazing. It's yeah, it's really fun watching the knitters because they they look at it and then they go sit down at the table and then one of the other knitters says, "Well, you have to go touch it," and then they yeah. go touch it and it's all over. So yeah, it's lovely. Nice. Um, but that is that's up on the website. There's gonna I have a few more colors coming um, this next week, um, hopefully this next week, and then. Um, I also have some new goodies coming to the store. It is not yarn. I will say that. No? It is not yarn. Um, but we have some new goodies coming this week. Those are going to be, um, they'll be available at the store, but they'll also be for the next Handmade Along project. Okay, cool. So, secret. So that'll be coming shortly. Yes. Nice. Yep. Yeah, so go check that out. Again, fireflyfibers.com, free shipping. Order some stuff. It's really fun. I imagine I've never done it, but I imagine I was going to ask you if you ever ordered no, stuff. No. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe someday I will, but you can do that. Um, you can also, if you want to get in contact us, contact with us here at the show. You can send an email to podcast at elisatheyarnista dot com if you have questions, comments, suggestions, input, whatever you got. Whatever Go. you want to know. Yeah, if you want to know something or you want to ask us a question, we can talk about it on the podcast. Um, you can also find Elisa on uh, the Facebook page, otherwise Elisa Yarnista on Twitter. She's on Ravelry, all kinds of places, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how you can get in touch with us. And I'll tell you, Elisa, we had a, and we narrowly, we didn't really avert the crisis. We, we had a crisis, and the crisis has been fixed. Oh, yeah, that... Yeah, it that was, was that was that was tough. It was pretty traumatic for a, a couple days, Two days there. Yeah, all of a sudden, Elisa couldn't take pictures of her food. Well, I thought I was having a seizure because <laughs> there were like flashing lights, and I had to ask you. I'm like, is is a light flashing? Yeah, because we have um so under one of our cabinets by the stove, we have a a light under the cabinet so we can see what we're chopping and mixing up and we you got that from you you that was your idea you got that for me well, so yeah. i wouldn't cut off my fingers yeah That's, i don't, I don't nice want to cut off fingers yeah and we nice put that guy. up and now finally 47 years later it finally died and so lisa was panicking because we couldn't take pictures of food well and anymore. i can't cut any, i can't see anything i don't like cutting there because yeah. i can't see anything yeah because i'm old now and i have readers and they they don't light things up so you probably, oh, we should invent that, though. You could. I bet they have glasses. That, yeah, there's glasses with lights on them. We should, oh, that'd be a million-dollar idea. Somebody's probably already done it. That's probably true. Actually, no, there's, like, jewelry, like jewelers' glasses, right? Isn't that kind of what yeah. those are? Like, with the mag, like the magnify with the light on mm-hmm. them already? Yeah, somebody's already done that. Oh, well. I could just get some night goggles. Yeah. Night vision goggles and just cut everything that way. That'd, there you go. That wouldn't be any more than a new light. No, it'd be way more fun, too. But so I had to go, I went out to the hardware store to buy a new light. And I spent entirely way too long there trying to make the right decision because that's a lot of pressure. Because I'm like, this is not just going to be used for chopping and slicing and dicing. This is going to be used for Elisa's blog pictures because you're kind of a foodie, right? So I am. I like food. I like making food and taking pictures of food. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm there standing and looking and... There was way too many options. I'm sure. They should have like four of them, but there weren't four. There was probably 20. And then each one had its own like two or three different sizes and lengths and different things. So I'm, I'm thinking about things you should probably never have to think about when you're buying an under cabinet light because you just want something that's going to light up under the cabinet. And I'm thinking, okay, so what's going to have the best color temperature that's going to represent the pictures the best and is going to look the best? And what's going to be enough lumens because it has to light up enough to be able to see everything there's a lot of pressure lisa because if i brought home the wrong thing and it didn't work for pictures i'd be in trouble Oof. hey we have cords everywhere and rollo's walking around yeah so. we've got like all kinds of electronic equipment going on but yeah so it was a quite a quite a trip to the store that i had to make to go buy this thing and you used it once so what do you think is it gonna work i think it'll probably work it has light it lights up 
It lights up. It's brighter than the other one. It's very bright. That's what I wanted. It's bright, but it's also dimmable, so it's like super fancy. It was, it was, we'll just say it was not the cheapest option available. Well, and you should be using natural light for photos, but that's not realistic in Wisconsin no. at 6 o'clock in December. Or 9 o'clock in June. Yes. There we go. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, we got one of those. So, stay tuned. So, if you follow Lisa on Instagram, you might see that light in use pretty soon. Not today, though. We're probably having leftover pizza today. But Yeah, I think today's going to be leftovers. I'm looking forward to that leftover pizza. I've been looking at that in all the day. refrigerator all day, thinking about it since last night. We got Papa Murphy's last night. That's some good pizza. So did you go get the, did you order the pizza and then go and get the light or did you get the light and then go get pizza? I got the pizza first and then got the light. So the pizza was waiting in the car for you or did you, yeah. were they making it while you were? No, it was in the trunk. Okay. Because was... I was, I was concerned after I said, well, while you're waiting for the pizza, why don't you go and pick up a light? And then oh, I no. realized that it was going to probably be a little bit more yeah, of a decision making I... process than like yeah. five minutes. I go to the hardware store. It takes me like half an hour to pick out anything. I'm very indecisive there for some reason. I don't know why. Oh boy, what's he doing? Um, he was in his house and he tried to turn around, but it's oh. difficult when you're wearing a big cone on your head. Yeah. He's a cone head. He's got his hat on again. He uh, decided to take some uh, take some of the hair off his leg. He got I don't know. It was just stressed allergies out or frustrated or, or, or what, what happened. Yeah. yeah, allergies. It's that kind of. He's got allergy issues. So who knows what it is? Whatever it is, he's back in the cone for a little while again. Luckily, we've got the comfy cone, which he doesn't seem to mind too much. No, I love the comfy cone. Yeah, it's, he seems to. It's like a portable pillow. It's like with him wherever he goes. And a battering ram. And a battering ram. He can push people around. Like push me down the stairs. But yeah, well, it fits. If he's like right behind you, he sure. can like get it like right around your your butt, and he like just yeah. keeps pushing. He pushed my calves. That's I don't know okay. what that's all about, but hmm. Yeah, he's a pushy guy. And he's laying down, so he's not being pushy. So while he's laying down, we should probably talk about what are you working on, Lisa? You're wrapping up some linen there. What else you got going on? Or what's that? How? Where do you want to start? Let's uh, let's put it there. Where do you want to start? Um, well, the linen, since we keep talking it, since we keep talking about it. All right, let's it. talk about the linen that you're wrapping up. So the linen is for, um, very Shannon's, um, tops, tees, and tanks knit along. I think that's how the TTT goes, <laughs> um, through, and that's going through May 27th. So the one that All I'm right. doing is, so the rules for it are, you have to sign up on our website, like the handmade along, and just sure. ask everyone signs up to, if you want to be eligible for a prize. Um, Ooh, and. What kind of prize? The the prizes are pretty good. What are the prizes? I don't I don't know. Oh, they're they. I don't. She hasn't announced the prizes yet. Uh, she has sponsors, but she hasn't announced the prizes, prizes yet. Very cool. So, um, but I, I could win some yarn, Mike, because hey. that's what I need. Well, is yeah. more yarn. Um, Where are you gonna get yarn? But I'm doing um, Togue Pond um, in our new Quince and Company Kestrel, which is an Aaron weight kind of like a ribbon chain construction. Um, linen and it's really fun yeah it's going really fast now it didn't start out so fast it but did not. it took a little while to get going well it, it was fast a few times a few times well i cast on once yeah and then i didn't like the way the cast on looked so i opted for a different cast on sure and then i got going and i was so excited and i was doing this much too late at night, and yeah, I was it's tired. It's good progress. You had like an inch and a half I done. made really good progress, and I was talking about how fast yeah. I was going to have this done. And then I take and I hold, and it's a bottom-up, knitting around, and I take and I hold it out, and it was twisted. It was twisted. So I had to rip it out. I ripped yeah. it out, put it all back in a ball, and I said, I will deal with this tomorrow. And then yep. went to bed and sat up and cast back on. And Couldn't now I'm sleep. making good progress. Yeah, it's looking good, and you just want to put not twisted down. So... Yeah, and it's really fun because I can take, because it's like a chain construction, so it has a tube, it's, so it's like a tube on the inside, so I can, because it's, plant fibers are hard to join, you can't do a spit join because it won't felt like, mm-hmm. like, like wool. Sure. So it's perfect for doing a Russian join, and maybe I will, maybe I should do a tutorial for that. Yeah, I don't know what a Russian tutorial. join means. It, it's perfect for this. Absolutely Perfect. So you kind of have one yarn, you take one yarn and loop it around the other and then kind of weave it on in on the inside of one. And this is hmm. super easy because there's a tube, so you just pull it inside the tube. Huh, interesting. So, yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll have to, maybe I'll do that. Sure. Um, but that's that's one of the projects that I'm working on. 
for this because I don't think it's going to take me until the end of May to finish it. The other one I'm going to do, um, I'll, I'll, I'll share what the other one is if I get to it. I'm okay. not going to put the cart in front of the horse yet. <laughs> Probably a good idea. But, and then, um, the, I have to finish my handmade along for last month. The deadline was yesterday, but yeah. Yeah. Is that your handmade along? Yeah. Yeah. So you make the rules. You can break the rules. It's your well, rules. You just have to be cast on by the end date. Exactly. And I was cast on by the end date. There you go. So um, I have to finish that one up. And then I – so I have goals this week because we were talking about I had too many projects. Yeah. So one of my other goals is to finish up the granola socks by Tin Can Knits. Um, this week I'm pretty much past the their top-down sock, and I'm pretty much past the gusset decreases. So oh. there's not much. So it should be quick for me. Yes, it okay. should. Good. It should. And then the other one that I want to start working on and finish up now is um, Jane Richmond, her climb socks. Mm-hmm. But she just posted a new recipe for an afterthought heel with her socks. So you can knit them and you insert waist yarn so you can go back later and do an afterthought heel. So you don't have to like, you can just knit everything pretty much hmm. and then go back later and do the heel. But she posted a new uh, a recipe for her afterthought heel and um, for her socks. So I think I'm going gonna, cool. gonna to try that because I'm at the point where I need to do the heel and I was going to have to pay attention. But now I can just put some waist yarn in. And do that. So that's what, that's what I'm working on. So what makes it a recipe? Why? What's the difference between a recipe and a pattern? Because she just t- told you kind of like what she does. It's not like written out. Oh, okay. And it's not like you do this specifically and this and this and this. This and many this is stitches and then this many stitches and then. Well, and the thing I like about the the afterthought heel that she did is she knits a few rounds after she reclaims the stitches she knits a few rounds even before she starts doing the heel shaping the decreases Mm -hmm. so it because the problem i always have with afterthought heels is i need a deeper heel because i have a higher instep so it ends up being afterthought heels end up being like too tight for me sometimes over the top of my foot so this she has you knit a few rounds before you actually start doing the decreases so it gives you a deeper heel so that was something i really like about hers so that'll be fun that's what i'm focusing on for this week cool and i did finish my linen sweater but i'm having a little bit of sweater hangover so yeah well it just took so long to do or yeah and i made myself finish it so yeah yeah but i'll I'll, uh, I'm going to wash it a few more times because the linen needs to soften up a little bit. Sure. And then I'll go back to it. But I'm enjoying everything else I'm working on right now. So. Very cool. Yeah. So that's, I think that's, that's all what I you're have. working on? Yeah. All Two right. pairs of socks. Well, when I had my 11 or 12 projects or whatever it was, right. five of them were socks. So. <laughs> and we've talked about a little bit, uh, the only uh, kitchen stuff we talked about last week was the. The whiskey barrel, and that's... Not leaking. That's not leaking? That's the only progress report we can get. Yeah. It's holding the whiskey in. It's holding the whiskey. We talked a little bit last week that we thought it would be fun because it ages so much faster than a big barrel because Mm -hmm. the surface area is smaller, and so there's more of the whiskey in contact with the barrel. But to do every couple months to do like like you have your little... What what are you drinking tonight? I am sipping on... um, some of my happy birthday whiskey that I got. Um, this is from a friend of mine that lives in Iowa. She got me, it's Cedar Ridge, Iowa bourbon whiskey. Hmm. So it's a local distillery. And my bottle, they hand write on here. My bottle is batch number 14-78 and it's bottle number 72. Okay. And it's handwritten on there. Huh. So that's pretty cool. And they actually, they write the alcohol percent on there too. Sure. Okay. So. Yeah. So we'll take it with the barrel. We thought you've got your drinking out of your mason jar as you are wont to do. So it's a little, what mm-hmm. was that? A, a half, half pint. pint. Not a pint. I don't no, drink, a, I don't drink my whiskey in a pint jar. No, you don't, you don't drink, like I drink martinis. You do no. keep it small. But yeah, so we're thinking like every couple of months, just have put some into a little half pint jar and then you can kind of line up and do a flight of what does it taste like at two months, at four months, at six months and just kind of see because it's, that's kind of, that's the fun. That's mm-hmm. the point of it because it's got a, like a medium char on the inside. So to see what that does over time. It, it does it, what, eight times faster? Is eight that right? Eight times faster. So yeah, if we wait two months, that'll be... 
Maybe like 16. A year and four months. Yeah. So, so it'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, and I'll tell you, the last the last few weeks of uh, Canadian Canoes has been pretty thin. It's been pretty light. So we don't have any Canadian Canoes this week. So instead, what we decided to do is we had, I don't know, a month or two. Oh, boy. So Lisa's going to let Rollo out because he's being annoying. This is happening a lot lately. I don't know why, why this is happening so much. So Rollo's going to go outside and do his business. Or not. Or not. He just wants to be loud and annoying. Yeah, he doesn't want to go out. So he just wants attention, apparently. So anyway, a little, uh, I don't know, a couple of months ago, probably at this point, we did, uh, at the request of one of our listeners, we did top five comedy movies is what we did. And we had a good time with that. So we had fun with that. So we thought we'd do another top five list. And so this time around, we're going to do top five TV shows, right? Yep. So this is top five TV shows of all time. We were talking about this on Friday night, kind of trying to plan things out. And the one uh, restriction or the one rule we put on is that it has to be finished. So the shows that we picked for our top five are shows that cannot be in production still or can't be getting new episodes. Uh-oh, Elisa, what happened? Nothing. Did you? <laughs> we have a last-minute substitution happening. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. So I'll tell you that once we put that rule into place, I did have to eliminate one of mine. The other, the one that I put in is kind of, I don't know, I want to call it a cheating, but it's kind of, it's following the rule, but it's kind of uh, on the borderline, so we'll see. Oh, okay, well, I have an on the borderline one, too. <laughs> well, we'll see what the borderline difference is. <laughs> are you going to are you gonna sing uh, the uh, Madonna song for me now? The, the borderline? Oh, that, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. I, I didn't think about that. I never thought about that song in the last 30 years until just now. 30 years. <laughs> well, however long it is, I don't know. <laughs> so we've got it probably, our top yeah, five it TV shows years. of all time. And this is uh, dramas, comedies, whatever. All kinds of different stuff. We didn't put any kind of restrictions like that. And I don't know what's on Elisa's list. I can, I'm gonna make, I can make some guesses. I think we, we talked a little bit Friday night of, of what should be on there. And so I, I might have some guesses. And I'm sure Elisa has some guesses for mine. Um, but we've got five so how Did do you, you number? Your, I numbered. I just numbered mine. Um, mine are kind of in an kind order, of number, I guess. But when you're talking about television shows over the last probably seventy years, mm-hmm. sixty years, mm-hmm. it's hard to put them in any kind of order. So we've got five. We'll do them in an order, whether or not they're actually most favorite to. I don't say least favorite because they're top five, but so we're going to do this. Do you want to? Do you want to do? We'll alternate like we did last time. Yeah, you start. Do you want me? To, okay, I'm going to start. All right. I don't know why, but... All right. Because I said so. Right, well, and this is your show. You are Elisa the Yarnista, after all. This is the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. So That is what my website says. So. <laughs> well, your website all over the place. All over the place, yeah. yes. All right. So my first one, this is this is my, uh, my on the border of completed or not. So it's, a, it's wrestling. WWF Saturday night's main event. And technically... The WWE, well, now WWE, because WWF became WWE, they still run shows, a lot of shows, every week. But this one was back uh, when I was, man. 30 years ago? Probably 30 years ago at this point. Yeah, it definitely was. And the thing that was really cool and that was special about Saturday Night's main event, it was once a month and it preempted Saturday Night Live. So... It was big time. Wrestling is not, I mean, it's it's still popular and everything like that. But, man, when you think about can you think of any show that would preempt Saturday Night Live? So, WWE, they do uh, monthly main, of, like, pay-per-views and stuff. And that's kind of what Saturday Night's main event was. It was big time yeah. stuff. Because otherwise, I didn't, we didn't have cable or, or satellite or anything like that at that point in time at my at my house. So, it was, I had Saturday mornings. We had, it was all, like throwaway matches so it was you know the jobbers the guys the enhancement talent is what they call it so you know who's gonna win so when when hulk hogan comes down to the ring or randy savage comes down to the ring yeah they're gonna win because they're against some you know jobber guy who's just there to get beat up on and against mike 
Against me, against me, exactly. Um, and I'm sure they are more than happy to. Oh, they got paid lose. pretty well. Yeah. Some of those those guys that were like Iron Mike Sharp and uh, Barry Horowitz, and some of those guys that were like the big time guys, they got they got paid pretty well. But once a month at ten o'clock at no ten thirty at night after the news, my parents would let me stay up and I would watch Saturday night's main event. And that got me into, that was big time wrestling stuff, but then also like the WBF, the World Bodybuilding Federation, which didn't last long. It was one of Vince McMahon's uh, other attempts, kind of like the XFL for the football He has to be like, like 500 years old. Vince? Yeah. He's in, I think he's probably 70 at this point. Close to he's late sixties, early seventies, something like that. But he's been around forever. But he's tried some other things. One being the bodybuild WBF, the World Bodybuilding Federation, which kind of got me into uh, weightlifting and bodybuilding and that kind of stuff. So um, that's why I picked this one as my as my uh, number five uh, TV show. I tried to pick things that you know, if it came up, I would watch over and over. Like we talked about on Friday night, if we're stranded stranded on a desert island yeah. and you've got a TV and then a series or a set of DVDs, what ones would you want to watch? That's how I picked them anyway. It's kind of how I picked my movies from the last time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how I picked this one too because those are matches that I would go back and I would watch those things. Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan and, and all those guys. It's a classic wrestling time period for me. Actually, I'm watching, I'm wearing... My one of my a Randy Savage T-shirts. Did you buy that one or was yeah. that a gift? Nope, I bought this one. Okay, yeah, Cole's ten bucks. That's that's about that's my about limit your for limit t-shirts. for a T-shirt. Yeah, there's a, a T-shirt right now from Arnold that I want to buy, but it's twenty five bucks plus shipping and handling, and that's so go to go to elisa dot com, click on the Amazon dot com affiliate link, and uh, buy some things so I can afford. A, a twenty five dollar T-shirt. Come with me if I want to lift Arnold Schwarzenegger twenty five dollar T-shirt. <laughs> But that's my number five, WWF, Saturday night's main event. Elisa, what's your number five? My number five is one that I was actually kind of going back and forth on. I wasn't sure if I wanted to include it because it's one that I, you know, because we, when we, especially when we talked about the criteria of, you know, I would watch it over and over. Yeah. Well, and, that's my criteria. It doesn't have and, to be well, yours. And that's what, when I said, you know, there's, there's some that, you know, I, I would want to watch over and over. Um, and there are some that I just, they're really good shows, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I would want to watch them over and over. This one is kind of on, it, it could go one way or the other. Okay. If I watch it all the way through once, I need a break. Hmm. I can't just like watch it all the way through and then go right back into watching it. Does that give you an idea of what it might be? No, not at all. Okay. Um, my number five is Breaking Bad. I, see, I told you that was going to be on well, there. Well, you, you told me that, and I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I have watched that show from beginning to end, the whole series. I've watched it through three times. Have you really? Yeah. Holy cow. Uh-huh. I love it. It makes, like, everything about meth completely unattractive. <laughs> well, that I poor man. So. I mean, he gets the end. What an idiot. He yeah. has nothing. And I have not watched one episode of that show. No, you haven't. Mm-mm. I love it. Maybe maybe in your fourth go-around, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I'm sure it's really good, but man, it's one of the things like we're so far behind on like Game of Thrones and stuff now. It's like yeah. it's intimidating, it's overwhelming. So I want to start, but man, we're so far behind. That's kind of how I feel about Breaking Bad. I'm sure it's good, but there'd be so much to catch up on. And Every get into episode and... is just like, oh, Walter. Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> so that is that is my number five because I believe that if I was on a desert island. Number one, it would make me feel better about the position that I was in. Yeah, it's because degree, I imagine. You know, he he doesn't do so well through the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a mess. Yeah, he is kind of a mess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think just the characters on that show are really great too. There's just yeah, yeah, and they were able to keep it interesting all the way through. So, yeah. so I do like that one. Cool. That's a that's a good pick. That was one that actually one of my knitters recommended to me when it was like it was like two or three seasons into it. She had gone to Alaska for. Um, for a few months, I think her husband works for, I don't know, something with the geo- U.S. Geological Survey or something. And they were Fancy. up in, they were up in Alaska and she hmm. was watching it up there and got hooked and she's like, you should watch it. And Very I'm like, cool. why am I going to watch this? Right. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then I, you know, three times later, I still, I want to watch it again. Go I just have to again. have a break. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it's probably pretty, uh, intense. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. (laughs) 
yeah, maybe next time I'll give it a shot. Okay, right. what's your number four? My number four is one that you put on the list, so you know what this one is. Metalocalypse. Oh, yeah. I knew that was going to be in I don't know. I completely forgot about this one, and as soon I as you put said on, it, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's got to be on there. So this is an animated uh, show from Cartoon Network, from the Adult Swim series of Cartoon Network. And so anybody that's listened, been listening for a while or that knows me knows that I listen to a lot of heavy metal, heavy metal music. And uh, specifically, if I'm at the gym, a lot of it is death metal, the real, real heavy stuff that keeps me pumped up and keeps me going. So if you're not... And a- I go for a walk and I need like... I need, like, Kelly pop Clarkson to, like, get and... me going and keep me moving. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm, the music I listen to is pretty intense a lot of times. And Metalocalypse, the, the, I guess the premise behind this show is it's a, a death metal band that is, like, taken over, basically, they're the most popular form of entertainment <laughs> in the world, and they basically run everything. They're, like, multi, multi, multi-billionaires many times over. And it's all oh, about... Oh, they're so stupid. They're all, they're all stupid. So it's a couple of guys from... Actually, uh, yeah, two of them from... Uh, three of them from the U.S. And a couple of them are from... It's Norway? Yep, he's from... He's from... One of them's from Norway? Well, they, they're both from... I think they're both from there. Oh, are they? Squizgar Squigelf and Toki Wartooth. Yeah. And Nathan Explosion. Yeah. Then, uh, I, actually, I don't mind the show. Pickles the drummer. He's, Pickles is from Wisconsin, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. But anyway, it's, it's about this band and uh, they all of their exploits and weird things that they do. And they're just, they're not very smart. But they have so much money that they're able to do things that nobody else would do. And the music is really, really good. So Brendan Small, the guy who actually, who writes the show and does, he writes all the music. He's in some like crazy music genius he went to uh oh, i can't remember the name of the school but in in uh, new york juilliard it wasn't juilliard but it was another it was school like juilliard that he went to hmm. and he's done a lot of animated shows for cartoon network and other places but he does he plays guitar and he he does a lot of the music on there and he's just like this this crazy music genius and the music is it's so well done it's not just like super super fast like death metal type music, but it's really technical. Um, it's it's just really technical type metal music, and it's really well done. And it's funny, and the like the lyrics are just stupid. And it's I a love good it time. when they go to the when they go to the food library, yeah. <laughs> and then they fill the cart up with booze. And who right. is it that says booze ain't food? Nathan, booze ain't food. <laughs> so the, what had happened? They like the, their chef died or something like that, and so they, they probably did something and accidentally killed him. Yeah, so they had to go and they had to make food for themselves, and go, they went to the uh, the food library, <laughs> which is the grocery store. <laughs> And they had to buy all their own food and, and, and cook it and stuff. And they had to, but yeah, they didn't know what they were buying. And who I think it was Pickles just filled his cart up with booze. And, and he's like, don't buy booze. Booze ain't food. That's my Nathan Explosion impression. Good job. It's pretty good. Actually, it's a little like, cook, like, little like Cookie Monster, though, too. Well, Cookie Monster vocals. That's a lot of, that's actually a, a style of vocals in the in that music genre. That's not so much death metal. That's more kind of a... I can't remember the the style that that would be necessarily, but Cookie Monster vocals, which I'm not a fan of the Cookie Monster vocals, but Nathan Explosion is more along the line of uh, who's the guy that uh, It's a Wonderful World? Uh, what's what's his name? The the blues singer. What a wonderful world. Oh yeah, that guy. That's how he sings. But when you when you put distortion and stuff through it, it sounds completely different. What is his name? I can't think of his. I want to say Telly Savalas. No, that's a completely <laughs> <laughs> completely different person. Uh, Elisa is, uh, I was going to say Googling, but she's Siri-ing. What a wonderful world. Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. So basically you do Louis Armstrong vocals with distortion through it and you get Nathan Explosion singing voice. He reminds me of, um, he reminds me of, um, oh my gosh. We're really good at forgetting things on this show. He reminds me of the, the... Um, lead singer of Typo Negative. Yeah, yeah, Peter Steele. There we go. Yep. I was gonna say Jason, but that's think, not right. And then no, I got Jason Steele. And then I get, all, then I get all confused about. It and then my <laughs> yes, Jason Steele is actually me. And since we're like recording, then I have like brain fart after brain fart. And, so yeah, yeah, until you put a microphone in front of your face, you, it's kind of like people on a game show. You look at them like you idiot. <laughs> 
The obvious so answer easy. is obvious. Just say You stupid genius on Jeopardy. Right. The answer. I knew I the, could do that. Even I know the answer. But yeah, until you put a microphone in front of your face, it's completely different. But yeah, the people have said that before. He's kind of an amalgamation of a diff- few different people. One of them being Peter Steele from Typo Negative. But yeah, he's just, he's a big guy and long black hair and everything. But anyway, my number four, Metalocalypse which now I want to go back and watch again. And this one kind of got in on a technicality because they're still pushing for another final season, which unfortunately I don't think is going to happen unless they uh, crowdfund and crowd, um, yeah, crowdfund it. But technically it's done. I think I'm going to start over because it's really, really good. Lisa, you're number four. My number four is one that I can definitely watch over and over and over. And it doesn't matter where I pick up in it. It is always amazing. Okay. Incredible knitwear in this show. Oh. I don't know what it might be. Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, I did not I did not expect that one. I should have, but I didn't. I love that show. That was one when it was actually, when it was on, because I, I think I was in college. I think I was like high school and college and I would I had to watch it every week. I love it. French Stewart was it's, my favorite. Yeah, All his of his sweaters. goofy sweaters. <laughs> yeah. It was incredible. Wasn't there a blog dedicated to his sweaters? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that that is my um yes, I I love that show. Well, yeah, That's, why wouldn't you? And the one where the episode where Lauren Graham shows up is she did? pretty incredible. Yes. Who is she in? She was um, like a grad student that came in, and of course, Dick thought that she had a crush on him. Yeah, and she did not, <laughs> because you know Dick must... thinks that everybody loves him well, because he oh, is the high commander. He? Yeah. <laughs> so anybody that hasn't seen Third Rock from the Sun, it's what it's like four aliens that like end up on Earth. Well, they're and, there to kind of scout and figure out what humans are all about yeah. and what they're living, like their day-to-day lives. And so, so there's Tom, Dick, and Harry. And, and Sally. Sally, that's it. Yeah, she's, yeah. Yep. So it's three guys and they're, three guys and the woman. So it's the dad, the son. John Lithgow is, yeah, John, John Lithgow. Lithgow is like equally good at comedy and drama. Yeah, he is. He is amazing. Yep, he's a great actor. And then Jane Curtin is in there. Oh, yeah. And the big giant head is... Um, God, I want to say Will Sasso, but it's Will uh, Star Trek. Right? Yes, it is. Captain Kirk. Yes. Good Lord. Everybody is screaming at us again for like the fourth time in this episode. Yeah. William Try, Shatner. Yes, there Good you go. Lord. William Shatner. Yep. He's the big giant head. Yep. Yep. I mean, that the show is just... It's ridiculous. Mrs. Dubchak and her... Yeah. Like, I mean, she's just amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, that's a good one. And, and that's one of those ones, kind of like The Walking Dead, that I thought going in, like when we, well, not we, I shouldn't say we, because I didn't know you at that point. <laughs> when I first started seeing previews and stuff for this show, I'm like, God, this looks absolutely ridiculous. Who oh, the no, heck is I thought it looked that? amazing. Nobody's going to watch that. It's so Good cliche. Thing you have me. Well, no, but that would be, I started watching before you and I got, before you and I met, but when they first started showing previews for it, I'm like, this just looks cliched and stupid. How long can this go on and it end up being one of the, Kind of most popular and best shows ever, really. And it was actually because it was actually on the list too. On that, like when I was going through, it was like in like pretty high up in the rankings yeah. for like the top shows ever. Oh boy, Rallo's running into microphones. There we go. All right, I think we're so back. What happens business. when you're a big conehead? Yeah. Speaking of coneheads, Jane Curtin. Yep. Was a conehead. Yep, she was a conehead. <laughs> oh, it's all a circle. Everything fits together. All right. So uh, my. Number three. Uh oh, what's going on here? We got all kind. Of, now the cone heads under the table. My number three. I picked this one because if I'm going to watch a show over and over, I can't get sick of this one. And there are roughly a million episodes. Sorry. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yes. Yeah. That that one is like a high. That's probably like in my top ten or fifteen. It did not make my top five, though. Yeah, no, I I love Star Trek. I considered putting the original series in there, but I thought the next generation has more episodes, and I, I do like it better. The next, or, uh, the original series is more just kind of hilarious, goofy, just weird, campy. William fun. Shatner is, um, yes, yeah, of course, William Shatner is in there. But and yeah, Star Trek: The Next Generation yeah. is just to me, it's amazing. I love just the storylines that are in there, the imagination. It makes me 
you know, think and wonder about the universe and where we can go and what we can do. It's just a lot of fun. The characters are all really good. I like Worf, of course, is going to go in there and be all crazy and mean and mad. And And then he'll be surprised by his gentle side. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that one, that's one that... I thought that might be on your list. Yeah, these these last, my top three are ones that if I could never watch TV TV again except for these three, I would probably be pretty happy. So that's my number three, Star Trek, The Next Generation. Lisa, what's your number three? My number three is, oh, see, now I'm stuck between my two and my three for my number three. I thought you had them in order already. I do, but now I'm, now I'm questioning. Uh-oh. Nope. My number three is, um, it's actually, it's a, it's a show that I started watching and I'm like, you should start watching, you, you have to try watching this and you're Uh-oh. like, I don't know. Um, Arrested Development. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Yep. Because I can watch that over and over and over. We and should go through that one again. Because it's amazing. What, it was only three seasons. It was three seasons plus the Netflix season. The Netflix season was not great. Kind of like every other episode was okay. Yeah. Although I heard they might be doing another one. A season five on Netflix. Well, which would be better. Well, the best thing about the, the the best thing about the Netflix series is that Ron Howard was actually in it. Yeah, yeah. But that was not maybe not the best thing, but that was one of the highlights for me because I love Ron Howard. So it's it's uh, the first three seasons, but we'll take the fourth if we're on a desert island. We can uh, stream our Netflix on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love. Yeah. So that's my. It's I mean, those... I've been well. When I was, yeah, it's it's just it's an amazing cast and the yeah it's just yeah it's a very Will Arnett and sometimes a very Jason subtle. Bateman and Portia de Rossi and yep. what's the what's the um, um, George Michael what's his name um, Sarah Michael uh, Sarah Michael Sarah yeah and um, what's her name Jeffrey Tambor and um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great and cast. Tobias, I can't remember Tobias is David Cross. David Cross, there you go. Yeah, and it's just all it's it's so out of out of there that yeah. Yeah, unfortunately the cast was probably too big time and too good because I think that's one of the reasons they didn't do more episodes because it was too expensive, but yeah. it was one of those one of those shows where the comedy didn't reach everybody because it was a very kind of subtle uh, I want to say highbrow necessarily all the time, but it was not obvious all the time. And a lot of the comedy kind of happened in the background. And, yeah, oh, we should watch that one, too. Man. And a lot of the comedy was, like, it, a lot of the comedy in that are things that you just feel a little uncomfortable initially laughing at. Sometimes. And, or after you're like, oh, that was not supposed to be something. That's not okay to laugh at. So there's at. a pattern here because in your favorite movies, you pick very bad things. Oh, yeah. I like I, I like that. <laughs> just kind of the dark. I like their comedy. Dark humor. I love it. Yeah. If you haven't seen Arrested Development... Definitely check that one out because that's worth seeing. If if you're a smart person, check it out. If you're not a smart person, don't bother. Well, and I remember when I watched the first episode, you were like upstairs taking a shower or something, yeah. and it just happened to like yeah. be on, and I'm like, "This is amazing!" And you're looking at me like, "You're crazy." Yeah. And yeah, so that's my that is that is my number three. That was a good one. All right, so my number two. Okay. For a lot of reasons, infinite reasons that I'm not going to put a number on. The Dukes of Hazard. Oh! <laughs> I didn't even think. How did that not make any of the lists out there? I don't know. And stupid well, CMT has the market cornered on it, and they because can't. Because I think the part of the problem is it's not streaming anywhere. Because oh, Rollo, he's going crazy. But I think part of it is because it's not streaming anywhere. Because they don't have that. It's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. And I wish we had the DVDs, but the DVDs are like. It's well, it's not too bad. I think for the whole series, it's like 150 bucks for for all of it. Um, I'll tell you though, from from my perspective, when I was a kid growing up, one, I I went to school in Lodi, Wisconsin. Lodi, Wisconsin, which is where Tom Wopat, Luke Duke is from. So that was always pretty cool, knowing that I'm growing up in the town where Luke Duke went to school. We drive past his parents' house yeah. or their old house. Do they still live there? I don't know that his mom is still alive. I don't. Okay. I don't know. But yeah, where where he grew up and where his mom lived forever. And when I was, 
I've little, got a, a little out country road and we drive past there when we drive yeah, to your dad's. Yeah, tiny little place outside of Lodi and uh, and uh, you know seeing his name out there and there was, he was a, I remember vaguely in my brain uh, he did a concert at in the parking lot of the high school when I was like seven or eight or something like that and that was the coolest thing ever and I've got a picture from that downstairs it's in a frame it's not really autographed it's more like kind of an autographed copy but I've got that in the basement plus with the Dodge Charger, the 1969 Dodge Charger, which is what the General Lee is, mm-hmm. which I have now, which of course was my dad's, that was in the garage. So I'm like, as a kid, and you're walking out, show ever. yeah, you're walking out into the garage, and you're like, holy crap, there's the General Lee. And that was pretty cool. Plus, it's just a really well done show. It's funny. The characters are good, and it's uh, yeah, it was just like all the car chases, chases, and the jumps and. The stupid Roscoe P. Coltrane and Boss Hog, and just a great yeah, group it was of characters. A good show. Yeah, so that's that's my number two television show, probably of all time. And maybe that, you know what? That should be my number one. Maybe I'll make that my number one. That's your number one. So you're gonna go to your your you'll do your number two. Next. I'll do my yeah. My next will be my number two. Okay. So my number two, I'm totally breaking the rules here. Uh oh. Um. So my number two, because they all fit in the same time frame, I'm putting, I'm grouping, because they all kind of relate the same to me, so I'm putting three together for my number two. Wait a second. I am. That's not how this is played. That's how, I I made up the rules. I don't know. So my number two is a three-way tie. Okay. (laughs) It is, of course, Dick Van Dyke. All right. Mary Tyler Moore. All right. And Bob Newhart. Okay. Is that can, acceptable as a as a three way tie? I'll accept that because those are Elisa shows. Yes, and I, I I'm okay with that. They all go together though, don't they? Plus, your name is on this on the show, so you can do whatever you want. No, those are I love. Yeah. yeah. Nope. I think that I think that's fair. I adore Bob Newhart. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, that yeah, that was an amazing show. Yeah. And I love Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, he's yeah. And I think Dick Van Dyke, which of course has Mary Tyler Moore in it, I think that. <sighs> The Mary Tyler Moore show, and yeah. now, I mean, you got she's super cute. You she's got like, like Betty White on there, and Betty White was not proper and like no, no, no. She was yeah, she was she was sassy. Yeah, so, yeah. So that is my number, my number two. Your number two is those three shows yes. all smushed together. Yes, because those are. I mean, those are the shows I could like pick any one of them at any point in time and just sit down and just watch it. Those over three and over. shows are the Ghostbusters of TV shows. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And we've I think we've got all of them on DVD, right? Taxi goes in with that, that category sometimes, too, but I it's never, not available anywhere. Yeah, I never really watched Taxi. <sighs> I, I don't know Taxi. why. It was just never one of those, I don't know, it was never on at my house or we didn't have, I don't know. Well, it was on CBS. I think it was on hmm. CBS. Yeah, I don't know so why I never really we saw didn't, that one. I, yeah, I... I watched it on uh, Nick at Night when I was in college. Hmm. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would make sense. But, yeah, I grew up watching Dick Van Dyke. That was. Yeah. No, that's 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 good. I think, I don't think there was a bad episode of that show. It's one of those things where it's just kind of good, wholesome fun, and it's good comedy. It's well written. It's well acted, except for, what's the kid's name? Oh, you just don't, you, yeah. I, um, he bothers me. Richie. 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 But, I mean, Dick Van Dyke is just, he's hes an amazing comedian. Yeah. And Physically the, hilarious. Yeah, he does a lot of good physical comedy. And I mean, Bert two, is uh, my favorite character in Mary Poppins, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's a good show. Very good movie. And what's uh, the two the two writers that he works with? Buddy and, um, oh, I can't even remember. her name? It, but, Rosemary. Her real name is Rosemary. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the two of them are straight out of, straight out of vaudeville. Yeah. And they're just hilarious. And they're well acted, but they're also really good uh, writers and good characters. And, and Carl kind of, Reiner's actually in yeah. there. And, yeah, it was... No, yeah. it's a good throwback to that time period. And, and slightly before, we're talking about vaudeville and, and radio, uh, radio plays and some of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Thank you for letting me have my three-way tie. I'm surprised that you want to make it a four-way tie and throw Andy Griffith in there. No, I really no? wasn't a huge Andy Griffith fan. Hmm. I wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I, if I had to pick between Andy Griffith and um, uh, 
Dukes of Hazard, oh, I would yeah, pick no, Dukes. Dukes is definitely. I mean, definitely. Yeah, I would there's pick no that. question on that one. All right, so you ready for my number one? Yeah. My number one, which is a repeat from our top five comedy movies of all time, kind of, but not really. Monty Python's oh, yeah. Flying Circus. I was wondering when I was scrolling through looking at stuff, I was wondering if that was going to be oh, your, if yep. that was going to, I assumed it had to make your top five. Oh yeah, that's number one. I don't, now that I think about it, I think behind Dukes of Hazard, I think Dukes is a solid second, but Monty Python, I could watch that series mm-hmm. over and you even could. like the last, and you have. yeah, the last series when John Cleese isn't in it anymore, it's still really good. But the first few series of that, and I've got... I don't know how I manage this, but I've got every single DVD for that series except for two, and I still have not bought those two, and I don't know why. And it's not streaming anywhere at this point, and I haven't Mm -hmm. watched it in a while, but that is one, those guys are amazing. Mm -hmm. The writing, the timing, the acting, all of that is just so silly and so dumb and so well done that I I just watch that over and over. Very well done dumb. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. Michael Palin, my favorite of the Pythons. Such a great character actor. He does all the, like, like Arthur Pewdie and some of the more awkward kind of characters. But yeah, Monty Python. Between the movies and the TV show, yeah, those guys are pretty great. And the girls. They, uh, what's her name? The the one girl that kind of, uh, I can't remember, that, that recurs over and over. Um, but yeah, it's a great, great cast. That's my number one, Monty Python. That's my number one? Flying, flying Circus. You know my number one. I don't. What? I'm, I'm sure when you say it, it'll be obvious, but I don't oh. know where, where you ended up on the first. My number one is Gilmore Girls. Is it? Okay, good. Yeah, good? Why? It's Why? a good show. Well, and that was one that when it was at, when it was on, and that's where I felt like I was kind of breaking the rules because they're doing Gilmore seasons yeah, now, yeah, but I feel like it's different because it's, yeah. So, no, that was... That was a show we actually watched every week together. We did. That was what you have. We, we don't watch. There aren't a lot of shows that Mm-mm. we have to watch every week as they come out. Walking Dead is one. We couldn't put those on the, on the list because they're still in production. But yeah, I think Gilmore Girls, it's funny and mm-hmm. it's sad and it's dramatic. And, and it's, it's smart. Yeah. It's fast moving. and Yeah. So that that is my number one. And I am... I don't even. I can't even count how many times I'm watching through at this point in time. Yeah, because I'm getting ready for Gilmore season for the next uh, the next season that comes the, up. The four episodes that wraps it all together. Well, and you said that just was it this last week that they put all of those up on IMDb. So you're going through and looking at you know I'm looking the, at the cast to yeah, see how many episodes are yep. they in. Like Michelle's on all four, and Suki's on two, and so and so's on three, and Kirk's on all four. Sure. Christopher does not show up. Which is surprising to me. I thought he'd make an appearance in there somewhere. I would think so too, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I'm at I'm at the I'm at I think beginning of season three now, the watching through again. Yeah. And I'm I'm all mad at Christopher again. Of cause, course. Yeah, because he just continues making bad life choices. Yeah. But yeah, it's um I love that show. So for those of you that have not seen the Gilmore Girls You should. I one, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast because you should. But it's all on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you subscribe to Netflix, which is, what, eight and a half bucks a month, check out the Gilmore Girls, and they're coming up with uh, four new episodes, four double-length episodes. Yep. Um, I'm looking forward to that, because that was a show that, that ended poorly. <sighs> the last season was kind of disappointing, especially the last episode. It kind of ended without uh, warning. They weren't sure if they were going to go for a, mm-hmm. another season or not, and kind of... In the middle of everything, they were told they were not going to be renewed for another season, so you can have to find a way to wrap it up and end it. Did Lauren not Graham found well. out when she was out at lunch. Yeah. Yeah. She found out at lunch, I think, from somebody that told her. So, yeah, it was it was not good. Yeah. The way that it wrapped up was not good. But uh, Amy Sherman-Palladino, the creator, mm-hmm. is involved in the new... She wrote for, everything. Yeah. So, which was not the case for the last couple seasons where it kind of, it just fell apart when she was not involved, but now she's involved, so it should yes. be good. So if you watch it and you love seasons one through four and five or whatnot, and then you start feeling things fall apart in six and seven, yeah, it's because things do fall apart in six and yeah, seven. Because she wasn't there to hold it all together and kind of keep the vision going. Um, but yeah, so we're looking forward to that one. And Lorelai's last four words. 
Oh, that's real. Yeah, that's a whole thing, isn't it? It's a thing. So, yeah. So, no, that is my... I love Lorelai. Yeah, she's a good character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very strong woman. Owns her own business. Yep. Works really hard. Hey, imagine that. I don't, I don't know anybody like that, Lisa. Do you? No. No, not at all. So, no. That's my number one. I, I do think, though, that we should um, have an honorable mention of Firefly. Okay, I can live with that. It's only what nine episodes or something. So one season. You, I, you can't count it as any. I couldn't count it because Could. it's like nine episodes. Yeah. Um, Nathan, my, Nathan Fillion. Yeah. And, yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah, that's, my, that's an excellent show. Other honorable mention falls in with your Monty Python, somewhat. Yeah. Faulty Towers. Oh, there you go. That's what. But it wasn't going to make my top five. Also, one season, right? Yeah. Yeah. So John Cleese. Yeah. Also, and he is that. the biggest jerk ever. Yeah. No, that's a really good show. That's one you can definitely watch repeatedly. He, his like his way with comedy, his physical comedy reminds me a lot of Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, I mean they're both tall, tall lanky. and lanky and goofy. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. similar. So yes. I, we're going to do honorable mentions. The one, yes. the one that I had on there that I removed because we went with the uh, the rule that they had to be completed. The Walking Dead. Nope. Oh. Red Dwarf. I could watch Red Dwarf. It's not concluded. No, they're doing. They're filming a new season right now, and that's this, not available anywhere now either. No, they use all the seasons used to be on Netflix and Hulu, but I, I don't know if it's because they're filming a new season. But anyway, Red Dwarf. The again, the premise behind Red Dwarf because most people have probably haven't seen this one. It's a it's a British com- comedy on uh, BBC, uh, actually BBC Dave. The premise here is um it's a, a mining ship. It's it's science fiction, and they're out in the middle of the universe, millions of miles away from Earth. And one of the guys, he gets himself in trouble, and for his punishment, he has to go into stasis for a while. And while he's in stasis, there's some kind of a big nuclear uh, leak from, I don't know if it's from radiation from uh, whatever's powering the ship or whatever it is. But a million years into the future, he comes out of stasis, and he's all by himself because everybody else is dead. And they bring the uh, hologram comes to life, who is his least favorite person in the world and a cat who has evolved over a million of years it's actually a person it's actually a person yeah uh what's his name john jewels he, rem- he like reminds me of rick james yeah he's kind of like rick J- uh, like um oh my god rick james means eddie murphy not rick james like rick james but uh oh my god i will say next week or in the show notes get in the hot tub that Eddie means, Murphy. You didn't see Eddie Murphy sketch. That means nothing to oh me. Oh my god! Anyway, I've got a, I've got a name of a song in my head, but I'm not going to say it because we're a family friendly show. But anyway, yeah. My so, my number five show was about making math. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm not going to say it though. But oh, okay. uh, but anyway, that's the premise behind the show, and it goes on. I think they're they're filming season or series ten right now, and it's all about the exploits of going around the world, and sometimes they meet aliens, and sometimes they don't. And yeah, it's a very interesting show. It is hilarious. I mm-hmm. could watch that one forever and ever and ever. And that would have made my top five. Probably would have taken the place of uh, Saturday Night's Main Event, except we put a rule on there that it had to not be in production anymore. So I cut that one. One of the other ones that I had on here that I didn't think it was going to make it, but I wrote it down just because I was thinking Betty White. Well, of course, there's Golden Girls, but that just didn't make the final cut. Match Game. Oh yeah, I mean Match like really good. It, I mean like if that was still a bit, I mean if we had like GSN or something and sure. it was still, I mean yeah, that's an amazing. It was hilarious. They had, I mean everybody's sitting there in the seventies drinking and smoking and playing this like game. I mean, yeah. like who wouldn't? What star wouldn't want to be on that oh, show? It's so fun. Charles Nelson Riley and Betty White and yeah. yeah, great, great cast. So if you think this is easy, because it's not. No, it's not. It's not easy. So go back over the course of your life and anything that's on DVD and streaming online somewhere. If you think that we were wrong, and you want to give us your suggestions, either look for uh, the post when I put it up on Facebook, and you can comment on there. What would you put as your top five or your top one, or what would you put on your list, or? If you uh, listen on Stitcher, you can always get in a conversation there and start it there. But, um, yeah, let us us know. What would you put in your top five? What would be maybe your top one? Whatever. Or if you have other top fives that you want us to try and and figure out because... Yeah, these are fun. I think uh, this is. I don't know. I don't know if this will be a regular thing, but I think it's it's kind of fun. And uh, 
uh, until you actually get into it and start talking about it and thinking about it. You don't really... Well, and when you tell me this is what we're going to do, I'm like, oh, that's easy. And then I sit down, I'm like, oh, no, not so no, much. it's not so easy. The, not so much, because I like them all. Them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let us know uh, what would be in your top five. And I think at this point, yeah. we're pretty much at an hour, so we're going to go ahead and bind <laughs> it off after so much fun. And we're going to have some leftover pizza. And maybe another, I'll have another glass of wine, maybe. Okay. Yeah. But otherwise, in the meantime, we're going to be uh, we'll be back with you next week. But follow Elisa online at all of her various social For medias. For a Mother's Day edition. Yeah, it would be Mother's Day next weekend. Yes, because this is episode 37. Did you say, or 38. 30. Oh, I, did I don't Did you know. say that? This is episode 38. Uh, it is May 1st, 2016. May 1st, 2016. I got it. I got you back. Episode 38. I was going to have, you were, you were, you were, I was going to try and say it in the beginning. And then I think we went off on a tangent. We're all backwards now. So, yeah. yeah. So we'll be back next week with a, a fantastic Mother's Day episode, unfortunately. Hopefully a fantastic Mother's Day hope, episode. It will be fantastic. Okay. It won't be with my mother or your mother because no. my mother is working and your mother is out of town. Yes, yeah, slightly. Out of range. Um, but yeah, so uh, thank you all for downloading. Thank you for streaming. Thank you for listening to us however you are. Uh, appreciate you taking your time. I know that you know your podcast time is limited. Your day time in your day is limited. So we appreciate you spending that time here with us. Um, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and bind it off. And uh, we will talk to you all next week. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Carly took a leave Yeah, I packed my rags And I left my bags Down in 